the avenue of Netflix, where you can pretty much just pick and choose what you want to watch anytime you want, and you can go back and watch a show that has been off the air for a number of years, has really changed the whole cliffhanger moment of all of that. It used to be you could be watching a show, and when it came to the end of the season, you had to wait like three months before you knew how something would get resolved. You had to just sit and wait, wondering how they would figure out what was coming next and if the person who was just shot would be okay or not. And you would just sit and stew through an entire summer and it would consume conversations around dinner tables and coffee shops. And now people watch a show on Netflix and they'll get to the end of a season and there is this tremendous wondering, is that the end of the whole series? Is that this, this cliffhanger moment? How long do we have to wait? And somebody says, seven seconds, and you're right into the next show. And all of that hope and wondering and expectation doesn't seem to last as long. And so maybe it is for us to wonder about what this season of Advent means. When Jesus was talking to his disciples, it probably seemed like this was going to be quite a time that they were in. That we wouldn't know when and where all of these things were going to take place. Jesus is up front with them. That we would not know all of the times and the ways that things would take place. But what we did know is that Jesus was already a couple of seasons ahead of us. Jesus was already two or three cliffhangers ahead of us as he was talking to his disciples. I mean, he starts out when he's there giving this fire and brimstone kind of, ser of sermon that he's sharing with the people. All the things that were going to happen, the moon and the stars, the distress among the nations, the roaring seas, the craft crashing waves. It was filled with fear and foreboding. Not unlike what people want to draw out of the world today at times. How many times have we looked around and said, it sounds like we're in biblical times. And the reality is, we are. We're always in biblical times. That's just how it works for us. And so when we realize that, we, we find a moment of calm to realize that Jesus wasn't sharing all of this with us so that we would somehow have this very clear road map or this wasn't sort of like your checklist this is your advent checklist all right any any fear and foreboding in the world in the world oh yes there is okay any crashing waves oh i've heard about it uh any any time when we realize that nations are in distress oh yep that one's a check any worries about health and safety okay let's check that one off and all of a sudden you go here it is we're there but jesus never intended for us to have a, a checklist of things that we were to worry about or in some ways to tell us once you have all of those things lined up, you know that truly the end is near. No, what Jesus was trying to set up for us was an understanding of when those things happen, 
This is what Jesus wants us to remember. Then you will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. He went on to say, now when you see these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Ah, because you could get so consumed by everything that's happening in the world that you close yourself off. And instead what Jesus said, stand up and raise your heads. And what you might realize when you do so is you look out and say, oh, we're in the midst of biblical times. And as we enter into this Advent season, we'll see that we could decide that means one of two things for us. It could mean we're in these times of the Bible where we are supposed to know nothing but fear and foreboding. Or we could say, oh, we are in these biblical times. We should know everything about hope and expectation. It just depends on what you choose to see. When you stand up and raise your heads and want to know what is around you, you can see signs of hope and expectation everywhere. People have been doing so for thousands of years. You can also choose to see fear and foreboding everywhere. People have been doing so for thousands of years. As people of faith, we continue to, to preach a message of hope and expectation that can come upon us in this time. We do so through the, the simple ways of an Advent wreath as more candles get lit, lit week after week. We'll do so with, with art on windows that continue to remind us that these themes of Advent are real for us. And maybe it starts to sink in that we find less reasons to fear when we realize that God provides for us an, a never-ending supply of hope for our lives. It sometimes is all we have when life gets challenging for us. When, when we realize that, that a medical diagnosis creates challenge, God still has a way to bring hope. When we realize that a relationship might be coming to an end, God still has a reason to bring hope. When we realize that there might be another variant out there of the virus, God still has a reason to bring hope. Our past mistakes don't have to define us. The sins that we think might collapse on us don't have to bring us down because God is ready to shed them from us. For us to know that, that part of our Advent preparation goes beyond Advent and goes into the rest of Jesus' life, where Jesus wanted us to understand that when we lift up our heads, we'll know, we'll know resurrection, we'll know redemption, because that was already what Jesus was trying to tell his disciples. Look up and around you this Advent. Prepare your hearts, people of God. Prepare them to understand that this, this joy of Advent breaks into the midst of the most challenging times that we might find in our lives. And you'll know, you'll know you're doing it right 
when you start saying, I am so filled with hope and expectation that I'm not really sure if I'm excited or afraid. And the reason for that is, is your bodies react the same way. You can have a surge of adrenaline, your pupils will dilate, you'll have this little burst of energy whenever you experience this sudden onset of fear. Do you know what? You get that same rush of adrenaline that, that, that creates this, this internal system within you of, of breathing and, and energy that enters into your life whenever you're filled with hope and expectation. Never wonder why it is that kids run down the stairs on a Christmas morning if you have stairs. Actually, even if you don't, sometimes kids can run downstairs on Christmas morning because they are so excited because they have that, that same physiological response to hope and expectation that we sometimes only want to attribute to fear. Let yourself be filled with that kind of, of hope and expectation during this time of Advent. Why can we do so? Because it's like we get to fast forward into the next the next year of, of, of programming. We, we get to already know, and if we want, we can jump ahead and watch the last episode so you really know who to pay attention to all the way through. Jesus gives us that very word. Look, look up to the clouds and you will see the glory of the Lord coming. Prepare your hearts people of God. What will that look like for you this Advent? Do you want to put your head down and focus on things that are negative and worry constantly? You're free to do so, but you're also free to lift up your heads to the world around you. You're free to, to love your neighbors and your friends. You're free to give generously. You're, you're free to welcome a stranger that you may not know. And you're free to hear this phrase over and over again that we'll hear many times even during this season of Advent and as we take it into Christmas, the most repeated phrase in all of Scripture, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, but instead journey toward Christmas with a heart that's just continually being made new. Remind yourself that you have already been given the end of the story and just live toward it. We prepare our hearts because we know that God entered the world as a baby. And out of that, God did amazing things. And so we hear over and over again that God promises to enter the world again, anew, bringing healing, redemption, and even resurrection to all of creation. That's where our Advent journey will take us. Amen.